Today is part two, and we are looking at the second letter in start, which is T. T, and T stands for time. T stands for time. Psalm 90 verse 12. Teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. So I'll just come in with Pastor Titi Ofer from my office. And he saw my coolie high. You know this coolie high? Um, Pastor Titi Ofer said, hey, your coolie high. I said, well, you don't like it. He said, hmm. I think at some age, at some age, some things attract you. In other words, it's not nice. So, but because I'm old. But as I was just thinking about it, I said, so a few years ago, I was his age. So a few years ago, I was his age. Now come to think of it, I'm 55. I have, I have spent more years of my life on earth than the years that I left. Except, except that I will live for 110 years. Then I have only spent five, half of my years, 50%. But actually, only few people live above 90 which is something I'm aiming at. But even if I get 90, I have spent more than half of my years. I have more years, less years left for me to live than the years that I left. Just a few years ago, I was a young man. When I came to Sprinter's Road, I was only two years older than Pastor, Ke- Pastor Titi Ofer. But, and at that time, I passed it for 10 years. And you see, but time just flies. But what the Lord helped me to do throughout this year is that he taught me how to number my days. How to number my days. He taught me how to number my days. How to make every day count. How to make every second count. How to make every minute count. How to make every hour count. How to make every day count. How to make every week count. And how to make every month count and how to make every year count. So I came here to teach you something that can help you. Most of you are relatively young. I'm older than most of you here. By the time you hit 55 like me, you will be satisfied to say that I, the Lord has helped me to count my days on earth. So that you don't regret some of you already, you are just 30, you're already regretting. Because the, the time you have wasted, the opportunities that you have wasted in your life is amazing. The race is not for the sweat. The battle is not to the strong. Food is not to the wise. But time and chance happen to us all. Time and chance happen to us all. In other words, time is linked to opportunities. Okay? This year, all of us, a kufado, will have 24, years, 24 hours a day. We can say, oh, because he's president, let's give him 28 hours a day. It doesn't happen that way. The poor, the rich, the high, the low, the president, the cleaner, all of us 
We have 24 hours every day. We have 365 days by the time this year will be ended. What will separate each one of us from each other is how we counted our days. How we counted our days. Today is what? 11. 11 days is already gone in the new year. This, this evening, my battle with mommy this evening was done. You are doing too many things. Since this year started, you have done too many things for your days. What? You are doing too many things. So within 11 days, my wife is already complaining. And there are some men, within these 11 days, their, wife is com- their wives are complaining. You get up, you lie down here, you don't go anywhere. You are lying down, you are not going anywhere. You are not doing anything with your life. So I want to teach you how to number your days. How you can make this year count for you. How you can, you can by the time 31st December 2023 comes, when you come to the watch night service, it's not going to be a time of asking the Lord for something, but a time of praising God for his mercies and his grace. So here's what I want to share with you. Here's what I want to share with you. The 12 new year attitudes that determine how you manage your time. But I just want to establish here that whatever you become, whatever you can achieve begins in January. Begins in January. January is the foundation on which you will build the rest of the year. How big your foundation is determines how big your building is. So if we lay small foundations in January, by the time in December, your building will be small. So I'm going to show you how to have the right new year attitude. So that you can maximize the usage of your time. Somebody say preach. Somebody say man of God preach. Okay. Okay. So attitude number one. Attitude number one. The joy riders attitude. The joy riders attitude. The joy riders attitude. When Mami Sewa was going to school, her mother gave her a car. My first counsel for her was that, Mami, don't let any of your friends drive this car. Drive it yourself. No matter how they say they know how to drive, don't let them drive. Most young people that have died riding cars are usually ridden by their friends. Your friend will say, let me drive your car. They have no license. We just take over the car, start driving. And most of the times, young people who die in accidents are young people who are just having a ride, a joy ride, going nowhere. Let me try to explain what a joy ride is. Said to you before, when mommy was pregnant with Nana, our third born, was a very difficult pregnancy. Very, very difficult pregnancy. Mommy spent most of the months of the pregnancy at home. One evening, I went home from the office, and mommy said, today I feel a bit better. I've been indoors for a long time. Can you just take me and drive me around? Take me and drive me around. 
So I was excited. My wife looks healthy, looks happier. I mean, I was so excited. I said, let's go. I didn't even change. I just put my bag down, got my wife into the car. We set forth. We were all right, cruising, chatting, happy, until we got to a T-junction. When we got that T-junction, it was, the traffic was red. So we had some few minutes to stay around and chat. Then the traffic turned green, and now we had to go. Then I asked her, where do you want us to go? Left or right? She said, ah, but you are taking me out. You should decide. I said, no, you said you will go out. You should decide. She said, no, you are taking me out. You should decide. We were at the junction arguing until the other car started hooting at us. Pam, 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 pam. So what, do you know what I did? Here or here, here. I just turned anywhere. But this evening, coming here, we drove together. We didn't need to argue as to where to turn. Because this evening was not a joy ride. It was a journey to a destination. So we had a defined route. And we had where we were going. Most people enter into the new year without direction. No direction. They are on a joy ride. No direction. They are just in. Anything that comes their way, they are fine. Before entering into this new year, you should have defined what you want to do this year. You established it. January 1st should have meant something to you. This January 11th, it should have meant something to you. Don't wait until you get into the tea dancings of your life. Now, January is fine. By the time you get to March, you're already hitting potholes with that shock absorbers. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. By the time you hit June, your fuel is running out. And you have no money to refuel. By the time we hit October, you have got into a T-junction. That's when you just realize that I have done nothing for this year. So you should define why you are in this year. Every, every hour must count for you. You must have a vision for this year. You must set objectives for this year. You must decide that by January, I want to achieve this. By February, I want to achieve this. By this time, I want to achieve this. By this time, I want to achieve this. You should have started this year with the end in sight. What you want to get at the end of this year. And it will determine everything you are doing from January. If whatever you are doing in this January is not determined by what you are seeing in December, you are already failing. You are already failing. What do you want to achieve by December of this year, 2023? It will give you focus. It will bring you direction. It will help you not to waste your time. Because people who are joy riding in life are time wasters. God will forgive you for the wasted 11 days. Go back home tonight, don't sleep. And start writing down what you want to achieve by December. And right now, decide from 12 January what I want to do every day to achieve it. Amen?
Proverbs 21 verse 5. The plans of the diligent lead to profit. As surely as haste leads to poverty, the plan of the diligent leads to profit. In other words, there's a plan of the lady, lazy. doesn't lead to anything. There are the plans of the diligent. In other words, if you have a plan, it must go with hard work. Have a plan. Write something on a paper. Write something on your phone. Write something on your laptop. Write something on your desktop. Write something on your iPad. Write something on a piece of paper and paste it in your bedroom. Paste it in your toilet. Paste it in your bathroom. Paste it everywhere you go on your kitchen. It reminds you of where you are going. Just before we came here, also had a meeting. The number of people in my office were just standing in front of a smart TV, discussing everything I want to do. I was showing them what I want to do, what I want this to happen, how I want this to happen, how I want this to happen. Things do not happen to us by chance. Listen to this. Success is not by default. Success is by design. You don't mistakenly become successful. You have to design and plan how to become successful. Are you following what some of God is teaching me? Okay, number two. Number two, the bridge crosses attitude. The bridge crosses attitude. Oh, it's a bridge. When we get there, we will cross. People who are indecisive. People who are indecisive. What do you want to do this year? Oh, the year just started. We will get there. It's a bridge. When we get there, we will cross. The Lord will see us through. The charismatic dragons for dragon for people who procrastinate, for lazy people. The Lord will see us through. Oh, the Lord will help us. Oh, the Lord will see us through. Oh, brother, don't worry. The Lord will see us through. All this one day, one day, they will see us. We will get there. We will get there. There used to be a drama group called Sophodice. Their song was sung by Osibisa. There's a portion of it. We are going. Heaven knows where we are going. We know we will. We will get there. They never got anywhere. <laughs> Heaven knows where you are going, but do you know where you are going? Do you know where you are going? Don't have the bridge crosses attitude. Beside me now. The power of decision. Make up your mind what you want to do now. Don't say we will get there because according to Ecclesiastes 31, there is time for everything. So in this January, there is time for something in this January. Make up your mind now. Make the decision now. Take a bold step now. People who don't succeed in life are very indecisive. Every successful person thinks on their feet. Today, among the people who were talking, one of my sons said something. A very brilliant idea, but it's not part of what I do. Then that they can we form a committee to brainstorm. 
I am a committee. I have brainstormed. I'm telling you, I'm a committee. I am a whole committee comprising of God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, and you. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The downfall of Africans are committee meetings. And they can never arrive at anything. I have, by the grace of God, been involved in top meetings. There's a meeting coming up involving top, 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 top people in the UK. It's called Together UK. They are trying to see how they can keep UK together. And I've been invited to join the meeting. Top meetings online can be finished in as little as less than one hour. I've had meetings with schools that we are trying to partner with during the COVID. And they were supposed to send people here to come and look at our facilities and everything. We could hold this meeting online and in 45 minutes, every item on the agenda had been dealt with. At the same time, we are affiliated with the school in this country. We have a program to be approved. The program has been with them for over two years. We did something with a university outside in Ireland during the COVID. We haven't met each other before. They had more. Even this one, we developed the program and gave it to the local university. They developed their program and brought it to us. The whole process never took us more than three months. And the meetings involved were just about three meetings and only happened not more than one hour per meeting. Men's fellowship will do something, meeting, meeting. They go to one meeting, they will argue over one thing, argue, 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 and then they'll postpone the meeting. Next week, we'll meet again. And what can be done in one hour? We postpone it for one week, and people will fight. As if we are mad, people. As if we don't think. Something that is straightforward. Because you know what? We are indecisive. There are people who are very slow. When you are very decisive, they think that you rush. I employed somebody to work with me. And things were happening. Yeah, you know, the person called me. Bishop, I want to see you. I said, okay, come, come to my office. With fires. When you see people who carry many fires. I'm telling you. When you come to my office, you don't see fires on my table. You don't see fires on my table. Because every fire must leave immediately. To go to an office, you see fires. And people are buried in say, If you like, go to the ministries in Ghana here. Ministry of this, ministry of that. It will explain why Africa we don't develop. You will find, you will find one minister sitting buried in fires. Because all those fires there are decisions that have not yet been taken. So this guy came to me carrying fires. Put them down. <laughs> Bishop, I just want to tell you that we should slow down small. I said, what are you talking about? Things are moving too fast. I said, is it moving the wrong direction? Oh, no, that's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. But I think that if we slow down small, it will help all of us. I say, my brother, you either run with me or get out of the race. I am not going to slow down because you cannot run. 
I am not going to slow down and wait for you. The Lord has taught me how to number my days. I am not going to sit down and wait for people who don't even know what a day they are in and what time they are in. Make choices. Listen, if you do in one day what others do in one week, you will become successful. Success is the capacity to see ahead, act ahead, move ahead, and stay ahead. It's about being ahead. So don't be a bridge crosser. Don't procrastinate meetings. Use meeting. Use executive will meet. Then they fight over common decision. Then they leave it hanging. Then next week, me, I won't go to the meeting again. I will never go. I will never go to that meeting. That meeting, when you talk, they don't listen. When you talk, they don't listen. When you hear people who say, when you talk, they don't listen. When they, they are detected, they are not in charge. For people to take their decision on board, they feel offended. When we talk, he doesn't listen. When we talk, he doesn't listen. Hey! You think if I get a chance to work, to work for Bill Gates, I am going to talk for Bill Gates to listen? He must talk for me to listen. If I come from a meeting with Bill Gates, I say, ah, well, we have left him. When we talk, he doesn't listen, so we have left him. Everybody knows you are a fool. But he must still listen. When I use use fellowship ministry, I don't mean here, here. I mean, I mean it happens in churches. If it's happening in your case, please take it. Have for women fellowship. We don't understand. Can you explain? No, no, no. We won't do it that way. You know women can fight and their husbands can get involved. It's the highest level of foolishness. There's time for everything. Don't waste your time. Be decisive. Have convictions. Believe in the things you do. Tomorrow I'm talking to a number of young pastors on social media on how to stand out in ministry. All the things I'm going to teach them is how to have conviction in the things that you do. Faith in the things that you do. Believe in the things that you do. If you exercise your decision-making power and you realize that they work and you are progressing, you are progressing, you are not anxious to exercise it again. But if you realize that you have made a series of error in your decisions and it's giving you problems, then you know that that's the reason why you are slowing down. So don't bring that on people who are running. Success, success is as a result of a long string of effective decision making. Failure is as a result of a long string of ineffective decision making. So don't take your demons and export it to other people. Okay? Number three, the weather watchers attitude. The weather watchers attitude. It is riskier not to risk because there are no ideal situations anywhere for your ideas. Let's move on to the next one. Now look at Ecclesiastes 11 verse 4. Whoever watches the wind will not plant. Whoever looks at the clouds will not reap. You want an ideal situation before you act. That's what you are looking for. You will never get anywhere. It wasn't an ideal situation for us to pleasant places, but look at where we are now. It wasn't an ideal situation for us to start a crime business school, but look at where we are now. 
When I said I can't be this, I didn't have a phone. Not to even think about office. I did not have a phone. It was when we finished designing our adverts that I realized that I did not have a phone. So I had to go, the hotel I was going to use, I had to go and negotiate for them to give me a desk. So we went and they set up a desk for one of my guys so that when a call comes, we they divert the call. Some of you would have proclaimed that idea looking for a phone. That you have an idea. Once you implement that idea, you can buy a phone. It's a question of the hen and the egg. Who comes first? You know who comes first for me? The one that I can get easily is the one that comes first. I want money for phone. And I have an idea that I can give you money. So what am I going to, why am I going to worry myself? Even after my first conference, I still did not buy a phone. My first mobile phone I used was my sister, my little sister who is in America. Her phone and her number. The number Charles uses now was the number my sister used to use. It gave me that phone. And we had to tie that phone with rubber tie. And that phone has a hunchback. That was my first phone I used. I used it for a long time. I ran conferences and visited in this country without an office. Without an office. All you people think, hey, I don't have laptop. That is why I cannot do my work. I don't have, I don't have a proper phone. So this work, I cannot start until I have a proper phone. I don't have where, I don't have customers. I don't have customers. I know how to cook, but I don't have customers. How can you have customers before you cook? lazy people give. They are all excuses lazy people give. When we were growing up, there used to be a doomsaw. Before Mohammed doomsaw, there was a doomsaw. I used to carry my books and walk a long distance to the next community that has light. That had light for me to go and study. And I have friends who say, well, they will come to school the next day and they'll be beaten for not doing their homework. And they thought that telling the teacher that lights were off was okay. I will go. I will walk. We're in Alabama. I will go to Tudu. Because they used to load shed. So one area doesn't go off like that. So they will give like one here goes off. So like like Bachelor will go off, but Nungwa will have light. Then the next day, Nungwa will go off, Bachelor will have light. And I never there was never occasion where I said. I didn't have lights. But I didn't do anything. Because I used to see people, eh? At that time, there used to be what you call um, Jose Armando and... Uh, there used to be something like that, isn't it? Yeah. And people used to carry their TVs. If you are living in Barcelona, light goes off, you carry your TV to a friend who doesn't have a TV in Nungwa. You go and watch what you finish, you carry your thing back. That time they were hunchback TV. They were not, and they were very heavy TV. Grondick. Grondick. You needed four people to carry it into a car with strong shop as always. But people will go to the extreme to make things happen. And you are here. Do you know why we are poor? We won't raise to fall before we plant. It's not raining. In Japan and other places, they cause rain to fall. If the rain is not falling, they have some chemicals they miss. They fly planes into the skies, release it there, and after a while, the rain is falling. And we are here. We can fast and pray for rain. 
You know the things we fast and pray for in Africa? People in developed countries who don't even serve God don't fast and pray for it. It's, it's amazing. It's amazing what has become our prayer topics now. Right now, we believe that when your wife cooks and she cooks too fast, the food is not nice. When you cook fast, ah, the only way that bring them to do. The only way that bring them to do. Because the things we even eat, we have to cook it hard. One guy was building a house, he has traveled out and he has gone to see how abroad they build kitchens in the hall. They join it, open hall. Kitchen here, you're listening here, other things here. So he was going to build some young man, has come back. Let him come and see and build this my kitchen. I said, Brother, are you going to cook African soup in your hall? He said, Oh, daddy. I said, Those white people, the things they eat, they don't even smell. Our own, we have to add more money, we have to eat stockfish. If the food doesn't smell, it's not nice. <laughs> oh. And then they say, would you be asked? No one would say yes. What did he? What did he? <laughs> and it's killing us. It's killing all of us. We are a people. It's amazing how we think. It's amazing how we think. Young people leave school and they are waiting for a job in the bank or a job in insurance company or a high-flying job. And if they don't get it, they get any job. When they are dead, they are front their face as if the person who employed them did them bad. They are front their face, they are, they are passing, they are looking at you like this. I wanted to work in the bank, then you have put me here, you have put me here. <laughs> oh my God. We don't know how to make the most of opportunities God gives us. Most of you here, we still see the next 50 years. And you can't even use the first five years of this next 50 years to try to, to, try to enjoy life and to take risks and to do things and make things happen for you. You can't even do it. We behave as if we will die tomorrow. May God help all of us. Are you here with me? May God help all of us to be wise in the management of our time. All these things, eh? you are waiting for the ideal time. You are waiting for everything. Me, I've never waited for anything ideal. I'm a risk taker. In fact, it is riskier for me not to take risk. Not taking risk is riskier. Amen. Amen. Okay. The next one. The high jumpers attitude. The high jumpers attitude. These are people who start a new year with a very high standard set for themselves. And it's good. One man of God says something. That man of God is one of the biggest men of God in this country. I'm telling you. Tomorrow I'm sharing with a young man how to leave a legacy. How not to build a dynasty. But focus on leaving legacies. And you will eventually have a dynasty. 
focus on living legacy. That will inspire the next man of God told somebody. The man of God said, did you know? He said, I want to behave like the eagle. That when the eagle decides to land, the eagle will look for the highest mountain or the tallest building or the longest tree to perch on it. So that even at the landing of the eagle, the eagle's landing, the, where the eagle plateaus and lands, is somebody's highest height. Where you fail must be somebody's success. The level where you fail, and you must keep that at the back of your mind. Set high standards for yourself and work hard to attain it, and you will get there. I was talking to a friend, a friend of mine yesterday. I said, Charlie Bishop, you know, I'm just a strong man who knows how to manage expectations. Because everybody feels I have money. I don't know where they get this from. That I'm so I am a, a um, um, I am a richly rich person, not filthy rich, nicely rich person. Yeah. And so people have different expectations, from families to friends to people who taught me one term in Bible school who say I'm their I'm their son. Have different expectations. Do you know how many times I receive letters of people construction chapels and they want money, construction chapels and they want money, people um, who are building and they want me to roof it for them, people who who have been displaced from their house and they are looking for accommodation and have to pay, and they don't understand. They have taken my envelope. And they don't understand that. They are not the only person coming for help. Others came before them. And people are in the queue. And they feel that I should be able to do it in 24 hours. My friend said, my friend said, he said, the things you do, they are so excellent that the, the excellencies, the, the way you do, the quality you attach the things you do. When people are far, that's the way they assume. You see, so, so I set very high standards for myself and I work very hard to meet it. I do everything I can. Like tomorrow, I'm doing a, a presentation and I'm with my team today and we are thinking about what, how can we do it to make sure that we are at a certain level and we're working, we are turning things upside down, we are talking, we didn't the show. I'll be working with people tonight. I'm warning them up to around 2 a.m. To make sure that by the time the thing is coming out, that's a mark of excellence. You must set that high standard. Are you here? You must set that high standard for yourself and work hard to attain it. So that even if you don't realize it this year, where you will get to is somebody's success level. Do things and look back and say, wow, wow, look at me, I did this. See, because you don't say standard, that's why the boys are sleeping with you in kiosks and behind uh, trees. No, no, no. Even if you want to fornicate, fornication is a sin. But if you want to fornicate, place, place premium on sin. So that, so that when you go to hell, when you go to hell, you know that. You know that I deserve hell. Oh yeah, because the one who is fornicating in moving pig, 
and the one who is fornicating under a tree somewhere in Choco. They are the same sin. <laughs> what a church. What a church. No, don't leave me and go and tell your boyfriend that, eh, eh, okay, so now we will do, but it should be somewhere in Kempiski. <laughs> no, no. Don't do. Raise a bar. Raise a bar. Tell the guy that you have no respect, eh? You are asking me to sleep with you. You have no respect. Don't I have parents? If you want to marry me, my parents are there. And make sure that the ring is above 18 carats. And you do it 24. I'm beautiful. The guys say, the guys in my church, when they see me, they are falling. You see them, when they see, they see them, when I'm coming in and I enter the church, the last time I saw the way the bishop looked at me. <laughs> you are tickling yourself. I told you I walked into a phone shop. Unfortunately for the young lady there, as I was parking the car, I was looking into the glass, trying to the people who know me know that I will do that. They know that I, I make my decisions already whilst I'm getting down, looking at things and, and all those things. So, so it was a very big glass, so I could see through it whilst I was parking. So I was looking, okay. And then this lady saw my car coming in, and then she opened her bottom at this level and pulled it like this. So I knew, I knew that, okay. There is a slipping inside there, a serpentine spirit inside there. So when I entered, okay, hello. So why, oh, daddy, daddy. <laughs> Let me warn you. <laughs> daddy, daddy. So I just stand there looking at it, and then as she was showing me the thing with the part of her breast showing, I just said, young lady, if you see my wife's breast, eh? You will know that this thing they are toys. <laughs> she said, she said, Oh, sorry, Daddy, I didn't do it all day. <laughs> oh, where are they? You are worrying yourself. One time I asked my son, Nana, how do you make yourself happy? She said, I tickle myself. You know that it's nice to tickle yourself small, to think that, to think that somebody loves you. So to tickle yourself small, you know that it's nice. There are a lot of very serious men around. We are not interested in your toys. <laughs> Keep your toys and try to set high standards for yourself and stop all these cheap, 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 cheap things you are thinking in your mind. Set high standards for yourself and build yourself. Wait for me, wait for me, wait for me. Anyway, because he said, Sister, whilst you are taking selfie and putting it on this thing, there's a young lady called Lamishi who won, who was a second runner-up in last year or last two years, National Science and Math Quiz. Please, she's also putting pictures there. Do you know what she's putting? She's putting her scores, her scores at Harvard. So please, we beg you, we are not asking you to put your pictures there. But when you are putting your picture, put something more than your beauty. 
with your brains. Are you, are you here with me? La Missy, La Missy is posting. You are also posting. When you see that girl, you realize that you have lost the right to post. Oh yeah, yeah I'm telling you, you have to do something with your life and stop all that lazy thing and flimsy thing and nonsense thing. Are you not born again? Is the spirit of God not inside you? If the spirit of the Lord is inside you, you will do better than what you are doing. Raise the bar in some standard and stop all these things. Number five, then I'll end. I'll continue next week. Number five, the sprinters. The sprinters. Proverbs 19 verse 2. It is, it is not good to have zeal without knowledge or to be hasty and miss the way. Sometimes we rush. Sometimes we approach life as a hundred meter race. But life is a marathon. So we rush. And then we miss the way. There are too many sprinters in life. This year, eh? The things I would do, eh? The things I would do this year, the things I would do this year, eh? How will you do it? You don't have mortar, you don't have pistol, you say I'll pound for You need to have a strategy. Avoid some unnecessary things and move on. So, I think it was in 96 or something. The day Ghana played, um, oh, no, 96, 2000, we played Brazil and they beat us 3 0 in the World Cup. Hmm? Okay. 2006, eh? I was then living in Sakumuni. Had my Ghanaian flag ready. All the big teams were trying to avoid Brazil. The Blaster boys had become very confident. Oh, we'll beat them. Oh, we'll beat them. Brazil, they should bring it on. We'll beat them. Oh, we'll beat them. And here was the match. Boom, 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 boom. Three nil. We came home. We'll beat them. We'll beat them. We'll beat them. Where you have no strategy, just confidence, you are finished. It's only fools who have confidence without strategy. Because actually, your confidence must come from a strategy that you have. It's just walking around. I hear people crossing the street. And then the driver is coming and saying, If you like, kill me. But you see what they will do to you. But you are dead. Whatever they do to that guy, you are dead. So what kind of thinking is that? If you like, kill me. If you like, kill me. Like they will see what they will do to you. It's just like a woman who is fighting the husband and going to the husband. This man is a wife beater. He's a killer. You are saying, beat me, beat me, beat me, beat me. What is that? That is not confidence. That is stupidity. And if you do that, open the door, stand there and say, beat me. Beat me. When he's coming, close the door and run. You are, you are saving yourself. That's the way some of us, we approach life. Beat me, beat me. And life is killing us. Things are destroying us. Run with wisdom in life. Run with strategy. When I come next week to talk about marathon, I'll show you how people win marathon. How people run strategically and tactically and win. Life is not a 100-meter race. It's a marathon. So don't think that if you don't win now, you will die tomorrow. Tactical, move gradually, you will get there. Don't put too much pressure on yourself. 
and we'll get there. Thank you very much, and thank you for joining me tonight. The Lord bless you and keep you.